You're listening to Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast number 89. Booyah! (laughs) We are rolling right along here. Thomas Miller with you. Hi. We have a couple of things that I wanted to catch you up on. I am so excited. I've been in the studio and just completed the the book and the audio book. And what's really cool about reading my own book, it's called Fear Busters, and it will be out very soon. I'll let you know when it comes out. I have just a couple of more steps left, but by by narrating your own audiobook, you can make changes with it. So I was reading literally from the program that I used to write the book in and was just making changes on the fly, improving it, making sure that everything was accurate. I have it all ready to format the script now and have the cover in the works, and then basically that will be it. We'll be sending it off to Amazon and to the other people that will be selling it, and voila, we'll have a book on the market. And I can't wait. I'll tell you what, that is such a thrill for me, and it will be the first of many more to come. I can promise you that. I really enjoyed going all the way through this process, and by self-publishing it, I kind of learned all the steps. So the next thing is, also I have to create a website, got to get that in there too. The website is fearbustersbook.com, which is not up yet, but it will be soon. So that's exciting. Heading back to Colorado. Can't wait to get back up there. That's going to be a lot of fun and be strapping on those skis by this weekend. And part of that really is kind of parlaying into the big thing, of course, that we have going on around here. No secret. We've been talking about it is the upcoming trip to Sedona, April 20th through the 24th. We have 15 seats. You've been hearing that on the podcast. And I'll tell you, gang, we We only have a few left. It's been amazing, the response. Now, there are really two steps that you have to go through. There's a payment, there's a group payment, and you got to book the motel. So you got to nail those two things down. The motel only has a few more weeks, and then they will turn our rooms, all of the unbooked rooms will go back into the hotel's inventory from our group block, and that means group rate, etc. So, That's coming up in just a few weeks, kind of toward the end of February, 1st of March. And of all the people that have been communicating with us about an interest in going to the trips, if everybody falls into those two things, then we only have about four seats left, I believe, as of the count this morning. So the response has been phenomenal. You guys obviously are into this, and (laughs) maybe, maybe some of that enthusiasm is spilling over because I'm certainly into it and glad that you're sharing the enthusiasm and the passion for going on this energy tour with Daniel, Leslie, and myself. And we're going to talk to Leslie on the podcast here today in just a few minutes. But I wanted to pass on a couple of resources for you. There's the Sedona2016.com website. That has details of the trip. And then Daniel has done an amazing job of putting together a Facebook group. Now, this is a closed group, so you have to ask to be in it, but we'll let you in. It's called Sedona 2016 Energy Tour on Facebook. You'll see pictures and conversation there. There are pictures of Sedona and the hotel on the website, Sedona2016.com. So you can go check those resources out. I'll tell you what, everybody's congregating in the Facebook page, in the Facebook group. So if you're interested, come join us in there because Daniel and Leslie and I are in there all the time. And you'll meet some of the other people who are going on the trip as well. All right, I want you to meet Leslie Thornton on this podcast. We've talked to her in the past, but in this context, Leslie is a listener who was an RN and then just felt the real tug that she wanted to help people on a higher level even than what she was doing in nursing. And so she has started a coaching hypnotherapy business. She does muscle testing. And I have to tell you guys, she's done this with me a couple of times. 
it is an amazing process. If you have a block in some area, or if you suspect that you might have a block in some area, she has a muscle testing process that she will walk you through as part of her program that will identify and clear the block in a way that I've never seen before. And you'll hear it unfold in this little interview that we're going to offer that in Sedona. And you'll see how it comes about in our conversation here. It just kind of, we kind of stumbled onto this. And then we realized that's a tremendous value. So we're going to offer that. Leslie's going to bring that with her to Sedona and make that available to you individually and as a group. So we're going to focus on clearing blocks. But that aside, I wanted to do this conversation with Leslie and just bring her perspective of what she's looking forward to in this trip, what she's going to be bringing to the table, and get you more comfortable with Leslie Thornton as one of our co-leaders of the Sedona 2016 Energy Tour. So come to the website, Sedona2016.com. Go to the Facebook group, Sedona Energy Tour 2016, if you are remotely interested in this trip. Then let's talk about it. Send me an email to thomas at subconsciousmindmastery.com and we'll start that dialogue process and see if it fits for you. But in this podcast, you're going to hear how to listen to intuition. And that's the remarkable guide that we're all honing in on together. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Leslie Thornton. We have a, a very exciting thing to talk about because as you well know, you especially, uh, we're putting a Sedona tour on in April, April 20th through the 24th. And when I was in Sedona between Christmas and New Year's, looking back and looking forward and kind of looking at the trip also, you were the very first person that came to mind. I was like, I've got to talk to Leslie about this. Yeah, we got to trust that energy. If that's who's popping in, you got to gotta reach out and let it let it roll. And as you recall, I called you from Sedona and told you what was going on. And you were like, well, let me think, you know, let me meditate on it. And you meditated or thought or intuited or whatever you did for about not very long, right? <laughs> not very long at all. Everything in my body was like, yep, you're going to go. So it's a go. Well, you know, that's interesting that you, that how that unfolded, because I literally, folks, I did. I thought about Leslie I really just counted her in. I mean, it was just such a strong feeling. And then when I did reach out to her over that holiday week, she really kind of had that. I, I could tell just from talking to her that it was on fire for, for you. And that's what Fred Dodson talks about in the book, an audio book that we did, Intuition Training, that intuition, you want to know how intuition comes? It's that first little whiff of instinct. It's the first response. Malcolm Gladwell called it blink. It's the, that's intuition. And what we do often is we get intuition and then we start thinking about it. We put it up into our conscious mind and that's where it gets messed up. So I'm glad that you stayed with your intuition and that it was speaking so strong because obviously this really seemed to me, it really lit you up. And I'm so glad that you're bringing up about that. I That's what I'm coaching my clients on all the time is about how to listen to your intuition and just trust it. Just trust the first thing that pops in. And, you know, when we're on that conscious level and we're making decisions from that conscious place only, that's when all of the, I'm not sure, let's weigh the pros and cons, all the distractions come up. 
when really like when you get nice and relaxed and in that centered place first and you answer immediately from that place, that's your subconscious mind. That's your real answer. Like that's what you need to trust. And doesn't mean that fear doesn't come up and you're like, well, how's it going to work? And how's the money going to happen? But that's when we like trust the universe. And it's Daniel who's going to come with us, which is exciting. I can't wait to meet him and have our energy be together. But, you know, when we're in that place of alignment and that's the answer, then we know it's right. And and the universe will give us a path to go. And, you know, I'll bet if you interviewed 100 people that you would have such an, a unanimous consensus. I'm talking 99 point something that when you follow that first initial instinct blink, that it always works out as it should. It works out favorably. Right. Even when like little perceived like things come up that, you know, you're thinking, oh, of course this is going to happen and it's going to cause me issues. Like, all right, what happens when we just let that be and we just keep our eyes open for how else the path will open up? And it, it will. If it's supposed to, it will. The reason I'm commending you on following that is because I had a little brush with it this week that I didn't. And here's what happened. I have a uh, I have one of those three-wheeled bicycles. It's called a trike. Ah, cool. And I was going to sell it because I'm closing everything out in Dallas and pointing toward Colorado, right? So... I didn't want to take it to Colorado. It's not very good in hills. The places where you would ride in Colorado are not really wide enough for uh, this to be safe. It's low to the ground. You know, just a lot of reasons that I had in my conscious mind of why I wanted to get rid of it. So I had put the ad out, and I had a guy respond, and he made an offer, and I made a counteroffer, and we settled on a price. And then I knew right then, I knew right there at that moment, don't sell it. Ooh, but nice. I but I'd made a deal. Mm-hmm. I had struck up an arrangement with this guy for how to transact it. And what was really funny, Leslie, is as I stepped on forward with the deal that I had struck, and then in the back of my mind, I'm going, no, no, no. Everything started to fall apart. And there was a series of three things that just domino, domino, domino. And I finally just emailed the guy, refunded the money on PayPal, and just said, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm taking it off the market. I'm going to keep it. And good for you because some people would still be like, oh, they're going to hate me. Oh, they're going to you know, judge me because I'm backing out on a deal. But that's the worst thing you can do. You've got to follow your own intuition and trust it and, and let it go. And Fred talked about that in the book and in the interview that we did, too, that of uh, trusting it and just trusting it. Just say yes or no. And I should have just told the guy, I said, you know what? I'm having second thoughts. Sorry. And that happens on online sales all the time, right? Yes, it does. No big deal there. Just, Just let your answer be. Put it out there. Be done with it. And then stop thinking about it. So I took yeah. the, I took the trike to the storage unit. It is safely locked up in the storage unit. <laughs> it's often <laughs> it is off the market. <laughs> you be determined when its next ride will be. The reason I bring that up is your response to this was so classic and I know that there are people who have listened to these podcasts and they've thought, "Oh, that would be so cool." But I can't do it. Blah blah blah, blah. you know, reason 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 why you can't do it. Yeah. 
And I just I'm thinking if somebody heard this and was pricked, really think about it again because this is as you've said, Leslie, it's just going to be such amazing energy, and you're going to meet some incredible people. Yeah, and I'm hoping that you know if people are listening to the Subconscious Mind Mastery podcast, and if they've been following your journey throughout the years, then. Hopefully they're ready for this. And if not, maybe they need to listen back a little further in your show because you're the living proof that following that energy, you'll always be supported. And, you know, there's always a way and the universe will show you if you're just open and, and you know, look at the fears that come up when you say yes. You know, oh, is it a money thing? Is it a time thing? Is it a work thing? Is it a judgment thing? You know, and know that that's all here for you to, to work on to become a better you. So it's cool. I all, like it. All right. Since you have made the commitment, you're in, right? Now you're in, and, and it's like now you can really almost start enjoying the trip. So what are some of the key expectations that you'd like to get out of this trip, Sedona 2016? Ooh, what do I want to get out of it? Uh, I want to be surrounded in the energy of the people who decide that this is exactly where they need to be on the planet at this time in April at the same time, like the vibration that is going to ripple affect us all to Sedona at the same time can only mean amazing, magical things to me. Um, and, you know, plus the energy of the vortexes, which I am yet to experience. So I'm definitely excited about that. Um, and I've never guided a meditation in that kind of energy place and so, you know, it'll be very interesting for me as well to see how different my meditations that I guide will become as a result of me being in that amazing energy. Um, yeah, and I'm just, I'm a relationship person, so I love meeting new people. I love knowing people's stories. I love helping people break through their fears and change what's going on in their subconscious minds so that they can begin living the life of their dreams. So, you know, if Sedona is a place to catalyze that for somebody and I can be a part of it. Uh, like that's that's the most amazing thing I can imagine. Man, I'll tell you, you're talking about group dynamics and group energy. I can't wait uh, to see what's going to happen for us. You know, Daniel in the podcast that we did with him was talking about eagles showing up and animals guiding him around and he would just follow signs as they showed up. I mean, I can't wait to see what's going to happen for us. It's going to be incredible. And you talked about doing the stuff at nighttime under the stars. I've been a stargazer since I was really young. So I'm like, oh, I can't wait for that and the full moon and the nature. Uh, yes. Well, I kind I'm of ready have. ready to go. I'm my bag. <laughs> I got, got it all queued up. I uh, I put an itinerary together just to get something on paper, but then we're going to really leave this thing open for the group because this is your trip and the universe to lead and guide us uh, because there might be things that we certainly didn't think about that will come up. But I'll tell you one of the coolest things about Sedona night hiking is not only the stars. Now, we're going during the full moon, so... We'll have stars in the evening until, what, about 8 o'clock, maybe 8.30, and then the moon will pop up over these plateaus. And, Leslie, I'll tell you, that is absolutely spectacular. It's just brilliantly gorgeous. But it, the place just begs. You want to strap a headlight on, and you, you really want to just hike all night. I did one night hike 
when I was studying abroad in Mexico and it was amazing. And we actually, you know, we started at, I don't know, maybe like three in the morning and we were there for the sunrise. And so I can't wait to do something similar again. That was really beautiful. Well, I picked a really cool venue for just for you to do this. And I had you in mind. There's this little uh, hike that you go along a creek and there's a ravine there. And you can see a broad spectrum of the sky from east to west. But there is a – it's like a rectangle, I guess. That's It's a flat surface. It's right by this little creek. And you, we can all get in there and lay on our backs. I kind of measured it out. And I just thought the coolest thing in the world is – picture this. We're all there laying on our backs, looking at the stars. And as the full moon comes up, you're going to lead us in a hypnosis session. I don't know what you have planned. I was thinking something to elevate our subconscious mind. You might have something completely different in mind. But that's just going to be like an experience of a lifetime. I love doing stuff like that next to a body of water. As you said, it's next to a ravine. I got chills, so I'm going to take that as a really positive thing. Um, (laughs) And I'm excited because I feel like as we all get to know each other and these kinds of things, like it's a very intuitive thing for me as I guide hypnosis for people. So I think I'll know exactly, you know, what the right thing to say is at that very moment when the time comes and absolutely going to be transformational. We can know that for sure. You do a lot of coaching and you focus on the subconscious mind. I guess that's what led you to the podcast. But as you're coaching people and you use hypnosis, do you find that to be perhaps the most effective technique for reprogramming somebody that has a block? Oh, my God. I can't imagine a more effective one. <laughs> I can't imagine. It's the perfect balance, you know, the, the conscious and the subconscious So, you know, the first part is, you know, there's the conscious level where we're all letting everything go and talking about everything that's going on and all these things. And at that point, I'm gathering all of the information and kind of reading in between the lines of, you know, what is that person really saying underneath, you know, all of their conscious, you know, going this way, going that way, going this way, going that way, you know, and then I can kind of pull out from them what they're really saying. And then I know exactly how to speak to their subconscious mind so that it has this ability to transform into new neural pathways in the mind that is going to serve their lives in a really super powerful way. And always within a week, there's shifts that they notice. You know, somebody who has been wanting a boyfriend forever, she messaged me the next day and said three different people were messaging her, asking her out to dinner. (laughs) She's like, I don't know if I'm interested in any of them, but something shifted. And that's what it's like. We're blocking ourselves from getting what we really want by not knowing how much, you know, our beliefs that are going on in our unconscious minds are preventing us from from getting what we want. You know, so, maybe that's oh, yeah. maybe maybe you just hit on what we need to think about for the focus of these hypnosis sessions is clearing blocks, uh, mm. money blocks, relationship blocks, health blocks, weight loss blocks, like what you deal with in your classes that you have ongoing. Maybe that would be the focus is for three days to just work together as a group to identify blocks and clear them. How cool would that be? Oh, my God. The coolest, the coolest I can think of. Yes, it's all about breaking down the blocks. So breaking are, it down so you can be yourself. 
What are what are you expecting from a high energy place? You said you've never been. I hadn't been until I started going to uh well, Eureka Springs, but and then started to identify it and then it of course expanded out. I'm going to add another one to my repertoire. I believe in early February there's a little mini vortex. It's one of the sub vortexes in Rosarito Beach, uh south of San Diego in Mexico. And I'm going to go down there right after the first part of February. So I'm looking forward to that. But these energy places, when you go to an energy spot, what are you expecting for yourself? Well, the first thing that's popping into my mind is about, you know, what happens when I meditate in the presence of someone who is also high vibration, high energy, uh, very deep down on their path of spirituality and truth. And um, it's almost like I become more unconscious i enter into this trance-like state and everything just seems to flow uh like time slows down and everything just gets so clear and you you feel so solid in your body um and you just feel like everything is perfectly perfect exactly the way it is and you just want to hang on to that feeling for as long as possible so that's kind of what I'm imagining might be absolutely possible in Sedona this April. I have these, again, the agenda kind of mapped out where we'll spend a certain amount of time at these vortexes. I'll bet you guys are going to trump the schedule. You're saying, we're not going anywhere. <laughs> we're staying right here. We're staying right here. <laughs> Wait a second. We're not done yet. Yeah, all right. Go do yeah, whatever you want. We'll have to just blow <laughs> because it really is magical and powerful when you get in the presence of that incredible energy. I mean, I can see why uh, so many people move to Sedona. They're so drawn to it. You're attracted by it. And then next thing you know, you're thumbing through the real estate section. Ah, I like it. Looking for a place to move. Yeah, you never know. I'll tell you, you what, Leslie, I looked at I looked at real estate last time I was up there. Was it through the roof? Not compared to Aspen. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> it looked really good compared to Aspen, I'll tell you. <laughs> so, man, I was I was ready to get my checkbook out. I'm like, oh, this is incredible. This will work. <laughs> but you know, I I'm kind of at a point where I'm I'm really uh, what's in my on my uh, list would be to have two places, kind of a winter place and a summer place. And Sedona Sedona does get hot in the summertime. So having a place in Sedona and a place in Colorado would not be that bad of a deal. And you know, as I'm just thinking about this, when you think about airports and you gotta you gotta have an infrastructure and connections. Sedona is not far from southwestern Colorado. So you've got Durango, Telluride, uh, Pagosa Springs, you've got that area of Colorado. You also have that northwestern part of New Mexico, which is a really cool area, the Four Corners. And then you've got Flagstaff, and Phoenix is only about two hours away. So, I mean, even though it has a remoteness about it, I'm just kind of thinking that's kind of a cool part of the country. And, <laughs> you know, there is some... And I'm just kind of I'm just kind of thinking for anybody listening that this is another reason they should go to Sedona to befriend you so that they got a place in the two coolest places on the planet. Oh, I need more bedrooms is what you're saying. <laughs> Come to 
Sedona, the friend's house. Well, you know. Pharmacy. You have a great place to stay when you want to. Okay, you bring up a good point. <laughs> because one of the things that has been in my mind, and really it started it started back in Aspen, but it really started getting more clear in Sedona was to get some land and have a place where I could build little cottages. So mm. maybe what you're talking That's about, what... yeah, could be something that could happen. Yeah, then you'd be doing retreats at your house. How would that be? That would be amazing. I heard Daniel talking about his fire walking. I did a fire walk years back, and I'm like, oh, we could do a fire walk on Thomas's property. Yeah, it'd have to rain. Those places are all under fire bans. <laughs> <laughs> We'd either have to, to be... consideration, I guess. Uh-huh. We'd either have to be way off the road, or we would have to sneak it in somehow or something. But uh, maybe... Or we could maybe we could bring some rain to that area. You know, we could just do that. Or, or we could attract a firefighter into our circle, and he could just be on call during... <laughs> right. It's not that big of a deal, right? It's just... But they won't even let you build a campfire out there right now in most places. So it's it's pretty tight. They still need some water, but El Nino might be coming to their rescue. I know California has been getting some rain, so that's great. But I'll tell you what, I love the idea that the thread that you're on and that you brought that up. I'm going to spend some time looking at it. I was thumbing through some properties the other night, just looking, just looking around, seeing what might come up. But yeah, you're kind of giving me some uh, some excitement there. And I love that part of the country. you got to be open to it. I visited New York City just about, I don't know, a few weeks ago, and I feel my energy a little bit pulled towards New York, and I'm just curious, you know. And I've looked on Craigslist just a little bit, nothing crazy, but just, you know, is the universe wanting me to go there? Okay, I'll be open. So I acknowledge and honor your willingness to see what happens, Thomas. Kind of funny you mention that because New York City has been on my mind, too. And I thought, while I'm in this mode and and my stuff is getting ready to go in storage while I'm exploring around like this, I thought I might go up and spend a month or so or six weeks or something in Manhattan and see how that goes. Well, let me know because maybe that's why I'm being pulled for some reason. That could be another one of those venues. I'm going to end up like Oprah. I'll have places all over the place. (laughs) (laughs) You and I both, Thomas, will be fighting for Oprah's lifestyle. That'll be it. All right. Good deal. Well, Leslie, I can't wait to finally meet you in person, number one. Wow, that's going to be fun. And then for us to spend these three days together, well, five really, but three concentrated days doing Sedona, that's just going to be amazing. I know. I cannot wait, Thomas. Thank you so much. All right. Now, listen, folks, the seats are beginning to fill up. We have a 15-passenger van. Daniel has two of them. I've got two of them. Leslie has you in for one or two? Just one right now. Leslie has one of them. So, I mean, they're they're beginning to kind of fall off here, and we have other people who are signing up. We have, Leslie, we have other people that have committed. They bought airline tickets. They're in. They've made the hotel reservations. So the seats are starting to be reduced. So if you're thinking about this, number one, shame on you, right? Yes, Definitely, if you are feeling like you want to go, just trust your intuition and let it flow. <laughs> that's that's it. So really, three things that you have to do, and I have all this in an email, so when you email me, I'll give you the whole deal. But you got to get your airfare, 
you got to get your way there. I mean, some people are actually driving or thinking about driving, but you got to get yourself there. Leslie, that wouldn't be a good idea for you. But <laughs> Albany's a little bit. Or would it? It might be, actually. Never yeah, You never know. That might be the best thing you could do is drive from Albany, New York. That would be almost catty corner of the whole country right there. But uh, you have to get yourself there and then the hotel. And then we have one little package thing that you have to take care of. And with that, you're in. So uh, there's an optional ATV trip. Oh, Leslie, have I told you about what we're going to do on those ATVs? This is really cool. Oh, yes. Tell me about that. It's kind of over on the west side of town, and there are some Indian ruins on the northwest side of town. It doesn't take long to get up there. There's a prominent road. You go by this resort, Enchanted Resort, if folks know the area, and then you keep going past that. It's kind of out the Boynton Canyon Road. That's how you go. And you go to these ruins. It takes maybe, I don't know, an hour or something of four-wheeling in these ATVs to get up there. And then it's really a cool walk. You can see how these people lived, (laughs) so remote, way out in the middle of nowhere. I mean, you talk about, you just, your mind floats back to what it must have been like five, six hundred years ago. And there's a little rest area there. And then we pile back in and haul back to town and take another, it's kind of a loop. So you don't go back the same way you came. You get to see some different landscape and you're going in between the red rocks and it's just absolutely spectacular and to do that i did it in my jeep that was fun but to do it in somebody else's that it's a rental (laughs) it's going to be (laughs) even better right and open air and they can seat two to four to six so we can all kind of pile in atvs and go do that trip that's going to be a lot of fun too that sounds really great i can't wait Anyway, if you're on the fence, if you've been pondering this, if you've been mulling it over, go back to your intuition and recollect what your very first response was. If it was in, send me an email, thomas at subconsciousmindmastery.com. I will get you the information so that we can put one of those seats with your name on it. Trust it. Trust your intuition. All right, Leslie, I thank you very much for this. I will see you in Sedona. Can't wait. And, of course, we'll be in touch quite a bit between now and then. See you in April. And as we always say, you say it this time, enjoy the journey. Enjoy the journey. The opinions on this podcast are those of the host based on personal experience only and are not intended as medical or psychological advice. If you are experiencing symptoms that require professional treatment, please contact a licensed medical practitioner. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.